one of the many sort of Malaysians that I know from Cambridge, um, which actually has culture in their minds, is actually the baking gin. I'm pretty sure we all yes. sort of heard about him before, right? So basically, he's someone who studied engineering at the university, and right now he has his own, you know, small bakery, baking sort of these stuff um, with lay- layers sort of meaning of our culture, some techniques from Malaysia brought in to his own baking, which is quite interesting. And, and I believe that all of us sort of enjoy his stuff during, you know, all these events and everything. So I think really to sum everything up that you guys um, just said, basically, is that th- this sort of food that we have um, that's passed down from generation to generation really does um, showcase our culture to, to the outside world, basically. So, um, to all listeners, since Aaron brought up the topic about YouTube channels, I can re- recommend one that's my favorite. It's called Made with Lao, L-A-U. And that's one um, which is done by like a, a Chinese family, or actually it's more specifically a Cantonese family who are living in the US. And they sort of show you step-by-step ingredients. The father was a former head chef of the Chinese restaurant in the US, and the son was sort of gathering an archive of the father's recipes. And one thing I love on top of the amazing way they teach you the recipes is at at the end of the of each episode, and sometimes interspliced with each within each episode, they eat the meals together as a family, and they talk about the history of the dishes and how it should taste, and they respond to viewers' comments together. And so, as you watch them eat the dish and talk about the dish, you're not only learning about how to make that dish, you are also learning the origins of that dish, giving you a connection to it, and you're also more importantly feeling like you're eating with a family again as. Obviously, many of you and all of us are here now would be away from our families, most of us. And ha- having this sort of channel where they mimic the experience of eating at the table together, it's really one that it evokes a lot of sentiment. All right, on to some other more interesting topics. And this time is, again, more oriented to freshers or anyone who intends to study in the UK. Is that one of the main goals for anyone who really wants to come to the UK to study is you know, to explore the world. And what better than to travel inside and outside of the UK? Would you guys say that food would be an important agenda for anywhere you travel? Like, you know, when you travel, that's something that you always have in mind, like, oh, I have to try the food in this place. Yes, for me, yes, whenever I travel, one of the things that's always on my agenda is the top restaurant in the place. It may not necessarily be British food, Sometimes, like, interestingly enough, when I travelled to Bedford recently, there was actually a Jamaican food place that was quite well-known, and I tried it there. So that's one example of searching for the top restaurants in the place. Yeah, I think for the UK in general, it's it's quite nice because it's really international, especially if you go to London. You really have like some of the best restaurants, like different cuisines can offer. So if you are willing to like spend a bit more, you can definitely at least... like for once in your life, like try something different that you can't really find in Malaysia. So I think in terms of opportunities, there's really like a lot of options. And yeah, if you're willing to splurge again, you can try like some Michelin star chef restaurant. But yeah, just do it like maybe once in your life to, you know, know how it feels like to eat um, Michelin star food. And yeah, I guess that's something I should do. I know that you've been to a, quite a couple of places during the Christmas holidays and summer as well? Yeah, so I would say like my personal favourite spot or like country in Europe for good food is Italy. Like 
Oh my goodness, it's just so good. Like everything is amazing. You have good coffee, like cappuccino that is only one euro, like right smack in the center of Rome. Imagine like having one pound for a cup of coffee in London. That doesn't really happen, right? And also we went to um, Florence, which is amazing. Like I know I normally don't spend on food, but the Florentine steak from Florence deserve um, some like credit because it's really good. I don't know why, maybe it's just how they, you know, look after the local produce, maybe with a lot of like love and care. <laughs> maybe that's why it tastes so different. Tender loving care. Yeah, but yeah, in terms of the technique and the ingredients, I think it's fairly common. It's just like maybe the freshness and the way they prepare like some very basic Italian food that we have, like aglio olio. And it's just something about the local produce there and how they make it so simple, but yet so flavorful. Right. So how does it compare with British and Malaysian food in general? I think it's very different in the sense that even though for Italy, it's quite straightforward in terms of ingredients. You have like tomatoes, cheese, and and then it's just a mixture of every like local produce, the different type of meats, the bacon, and how they process that. And basically, it's that simple yet delicate process of like putting all these different ingredients together with like the exact measure or the preciseness maybe that's how it's different from the way we prepare food back in Malaysia because I think in Malaysia we tend to use a lot of like a huge variety of ingredients right that's how we get like the sambal the taste to be so rich and flavorful but Italy is just I don't know my own experience and opinion I think they are really good at keeping things simple but yet taste so good how about MFF? Like the Malaysian Food Festival. I was helping out with Bakute. Sorry, Chikute. Chikute. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very should hard we... Yeah. Should we, should we... Sorry, like... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is it the first oh line that got problem? I don't get Evan's face, I cannot. I was just like... I don't get Evan's face, I was just like... Cannot, I don't know what to think. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Chikute. Chikute, explain. Chikute. Chikute. Okay. But... How to explain chikute? Yeah, like, like bakute but chicken. chicken. Yeah, bakute with chicken for halal purposes. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I can hear it from here. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. So that's another episode of Cambridge Kopitiam. Don't forget to leave a like and follow us. Follow. This is so cringe to say it out loud. Oh my god. How do all YouTubers say all these stuff a with a straight <laughs> face? Well, they said it for 10 years straight. Uh, <sighs> you can just, you can just, whenever you're ready.